What's up, folks? I want to give a big thank you to all of our sponsors for the month of November. We're going to start off with my boy, Mr. Connor Burdurka. It's B-U-D-U-R-K-A. Not only is he a country music artist, but also he owns Freedom Builders up in Ohio. You guys need to go check him out now. His Instagram is the Connor B. Over in Alabama, we've got Miss Kim Lee Insurance Agent. You can hit her up now at 256-907-9660. We got to hang out with them last week, and we'll get to hang out with them this weekend for the Veterans Day event at Back Road Park, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Y'all hit her up for all your insurance needs. Miss Anna and Alexis over at Pearl Promoting. Look them up on Facebook now. We work with them a lot. They are awesome. Also, over in the same area, we got Cotton Field Grill. Mr. Kevin and Ty, they take care of us every time we come over there. They are the best. Please check them out if you're over in Sneed, Alabama. And right next to there is Back Road Park and Event Venue. We have a big event there this weekend for Veterans Day. So you guys definitely need to go look that up. That is Miss Ella Langley and Trey Lewis on Saturday and Tristan Bond Confederate Railroad on Friday. Tickets are still available. We will definitely be there along with several of your favorite social media personalities. Big thank you to Deep South Chemical. We will be having them on the show this month and they will explain more into detail what all they offer. Your Choice Healthcare over in Eastman, Georgia. Miss Lynn has been helping me not only with my ADD, but my weight for the past couple months now. And let me tell you, I can see a huge, huge difference. Check out Your Choice Healthcare. Project K9 Hero. Look them up on all social media platforms. They help out retired military and law enforcement animals. And Mr. Jason Johnson is just one of the best dudes you could ever meet. Project K9 Hero. Up in Macon, we got Cashman's. Mr. Ron up there is just, God, he's a good dude. If you need a good place to go drink, hang out, have a good time, and listen to good music, Cashman's in Macon, Georgia is definitely the place to be. If y'all wonder why I get to walk around so good and this back don't hurt as much as it used to, you need to check out Middle Georgia Total Healthcare. My dude over there, Dr. Dustin Smith, will get you hooked up for all your chiropractic needs and several other things. Look them up now. I need y'all to go to Instagram and look up Coach R-A-E-E-E, -E -E, Coach Ray. This is Miss Reagan that goes everywhere with us that keeps my ass in check. She's helped me lose some weight. She's helped my overall mental health. She's just a great, great person to have as your fitness instructor. She can do things online with you or she can show up in person. So I need you guys to hit her up now. Go to Instagram at Coach Ray. 
Don't forget to stop by and see my guy over at DPF Alternatives. They moved recently to 288 Eatonton Highway over in Gray, Georgia. Hit them up for all your diesel needs. My girl at Better Than Basic website design, Miss Erica, I need you guys to please, if you need a logo done, a website built, whatever, she does all of our artwork, everything. She did our new website, the Josh Terry podcast.com that's where you can get all of our merch and everything from us miss erica is awesome she's easy to deal with she's absolutely wonderful we're grateful to have her on our team so you guys go check out better than basic now all right that's enough of the business let's get to the show what's up folks thank y'all for tuning in to the josh terry podcast top one percent in the world uh let's see what other things can i gloat on myself about before i introduce this bitch uh i'm just really good at everything i do uh, speaking of everything that I'm really good at, I'm good at forgiveness. And oh, God. I see, look, I didn't even got to you yet. I didn't even got on to bash you yet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, my beautiful friend that I, I really much enjoy being around again, uh, Miss Brianna. I don't know what you do on social media now, how you say all your shit or if you say your name or whatever you do. Yeah, it's just Brianna. I mean, people have figured out like last name and shit like that so i don't, I don't really care anymore you, you know i didn't know your last name for the like, longest time when did you figure it out when uh rachel was coming around oh gotcha yeah i didn't know. yeah i don't I put it out there yeah i didn't know for some reason i thought it was gonna be something way dumber dumber than miller yeah, miller's not a bad last name it's just it's the whitest girl last it, name it, the fuck, it, it fits the box i'll tell you that <laughs> like it's, it, it fits the box uh oh, no. yeah, it is what it is though um for those of y'all who do not know because i don't really blast my drama on social media because i don't like it i was addicted to brianna uh probably like uh beginning of last year april of last year somewhere around there and we didn't talk for a long time mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going through this phase of my life that I've talked to you guys about several times where I have to realize that I don't know best for everybody and I have to stop thinking I know what's best for everybody. So I had mm -hmm. to reach out in one week after I had this moment of clarity uh, to Brianna, a girl named SJ, my buddy Lily. And I was like, hey, look, I'm stupid. I'm old. I'm ornery. I get mad about shit I shouldn't get mad about and all this kind of shit. So now me and Bree have been, uh, I know you hate that, but for some reason I can't not I stop hate it. it. I can't stop calling you that. Probably because you told me you hate it. Uh, yes. That's why I can't. Uh -huh. But I, I apologize. Now we're good. She's been around me a lot the past month. So, uh, yeah. The last month, we have been around each other more than we have in the last two years. I know. You've had a lot of fun with me the past month, though. I'm telling you right now, you are one of the like most fun motherfuckers to uh -huh. hang out with. And it is, okay, just say thank you. My God. <laughs> I got to take a compliment from a white bitch whenever I can get it. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> true. But I, I was thinking about this on the way home. And you are a lot of people in this industry sit there and claim, oh, I don't care what people think. Yeah, you do. Like, you can tell. But you are one of the very few people, and this is why I fuck with you, that truly do not give a shit. No, like, I, you don't care what people think about you. You don't care what people think about the people you hang out with. And it's like, I don't care if you don't like this person. I like this person, so you can go fuck off. 
Yeah, well, I just like, and this had nothing to do with me and you before, but like, I've always been the way to where if you're good to me, I'm going to fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Like the problem that me and you had was really more of a me problem, not a you problem. Right. And like, I'm that way with everybody. If you're solid to me, I don't really give a fuck what you've done to the rest of the world. Like I want those people. I always say, I don't really give a shit about love anymore when it comes to friends. I've had people tell me they love me to my face, how much that they just Mm -hmm. are grateful for me and all this kind of shit. And it stabbed me in the back 30 seconds later. And I ain't shit to them. I've never had somebody that was loyal to me do that. And with Mm -hmm. folks like you and some other people, like we might not talk every single day or we might not be around each other that much, but I know like, Hey, if I need you to do something, even like doing this this morning so we can promote the event this weekend, like I ended mm-hmm. up where Trey and Ella couldn't do the show today. So I was like, who the fuck can I get mm-hmm. to help promote the event this weekend for Back Road Park? Besides you, because you're going with us. So like at last minute, you was like, yeah, I got you. I am so excited. Oh, it's going to be bad. I am so excited dude. about this. When are you getting and there? And so uh, I'm going to be getting there. I thought about Thursday night. Okay. We'll be but there Thursday. I really... Okay. Yeah. Are we staying at that same place we stayed at last time? No. Uh, you will be with me and a couple other people, and uh, you haven't met Kim yet. Uh, shout out to the new, one of our new sponsors on the show, by the way, Kim Lee Insurance uh, over there. Um, she is uh, she's putting us up in this fat ass camper on her property that's like a mile away from the venue. So we're staying nice. there. Some people are staying with Pearl Promoting uh and all that kind of stuff that other house i think ella and confederate railroad are using it i'm not sure so like they they got a nice place yeah they got it set up nice well they always take care of everything that we do over there that's why Mm -hmm. i like fucking with these people they're just really yeah yeah and going going back to you saying about how you know you just you want the best for people and you know you you know you and i didn't talk for i'd say probably about what six to eight months something like that's close to it I think it was over that. I think Something it was like that. I think it was over. You think it was? I know it was. Because what I got pissed off at you about, and once again, it's nothing you did. We've gone over this. I'll kind of tell everybody in a few minutes what happened. But, like, that was when we shot the music video. And I think that mm-hmm. music video is, like, April of oh, last year. yeah. 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 So, it would have been over a year. No, that was in, that was in May. Yeah, that was in May. I was but a yeah, one month fucking difference. A lot can happen in a month, Joshua. Oh, you're right, Bree. A lot can happen in a month. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I just I think that I understand like why you got so frustrated with me because you see the potential in people that they don't yeah. see in themselves, and I think it's just because you love people so hard. And when you do, you want to see them do the absolute best that they can and get the most out of what they can in life. And you yeah. saw like, okay, Brianna, like you, you can do this, Brianna. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, why yeah. don't you? You can. And so you were getting frustrated that I wasn't taking full advantage of certain things. And well, it, it wasn't that like you, you said it almost the right way. Uh, but how I saw it in my head, was I thought that I knew what was best for you. And that is right. not true. Like, you know what's best for you. I know what is best for me. So what mm-hmm. happens with me is, even though me and you aren't that far off in age, like, I, I've i got more experience than a lot of people in this because I worked in this shit before a lot of people. 
And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like the dad sometimes are the older brother. And it's like, why the fuck aren't you doing this? Like this, this is what could actually help your career. Right. This is what actually could, you know, some right. people, uh, you know, there's thousands and thousands of people that probably every day on social media are looking for somebody that's got the same numbers as they do. And like, Oh, we're going to collab. We're going to do stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to film videos or whatever. Yeah. That's cool for social media, but wouldn't you rather work with a company that's worth a couple million dollars that doesn't have a social media following whatsoever mm-hmm. or sucks at their social media to where you can take the good of you and you can mix it with the good of them. And yeah, it's not going to look good on paper to start off with, but morally is fucking good. And then five years down the road, you don't know. Like I have a lifetime sponsor with us now with project K nine hero and it's a huge organization and like they're involved. Jason Johnson and them are involved with us like fucking from now on moving forward. That's what my contract is with them. And yeah, I bet that didn't look cool to pay people when I first started bringing up project K nine hero, but now I got a multi-million dollar organization mm-hmm. that also helps animals that have served in our military or law enforcement. So it's, it's good. It's, I mean, it's good all the way around. And when I see somebody missing an opportunity, are about to shoot themselves in the foot. It wasn't you about to shoot yourself in the foot. I just thought you missed a really good opportunity. It's like, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta air it out. Like I have to say it to you. Yeah. And yeah, it ain't always yeah. right. Like that's not your brand. Just because something's my brand and something that I like and I'm passionate about mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's gotta be yours. Yeah. And the thing is, is like a lot of people in social media, it there's there's so many egos. And that's why they would rather do the collab with somebody who's got 2 million followers yeah. versus doing something with a company that could actually like help them in the long run, because we live in a very uh, selfish, um, what is it? It's the instant gratification yeah. society. And there's so many people on social media that would rather have the clout or rather have the feel good and and you know other than doing what you're doing which is like you know the canine hero stuff but there's a lot of egos in this industry and doing this for full time for two years I mean I have pulled back so far from a lot of people on social media because you when you go through some shit you find out who really has your back yeah and I mean, I used to do collabs with all these different people and I thought that they were all my friends, but when shit hit the fan, they were just like, look, we can't be publicly associated with you and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, all right, well, you can, I'll be fine never talking to you again. Yeah. It's funny. You know, and it's it's just, it's, it's really sad. Yeah. It's extremely funny to me when that happens because like, I'm the person that will give you literally the shirt off my fucking back. Yeah. Like I, I know if I care mm-hmm. now, if I don't like you, I won't piss on you while you're on fire. Like there's, there's That's no right. in between with me. Like I just, I don't like fair weather people. It's either you're yeah. all in with me or you're all out. I really don't give a fuck. Like it's not going to change my yep. life. And like, I've mm-hmm. been called recently by some people like a clout chaser or whatever. And like they did it publicly. And in my mind, it's like, do you even know who the fuck I am? Like, why of all people in this world would you call me a clown? I'd rather hang out with the songwriter that has fucking a thousand followers on mm-hmm. Instagram that's got five number ones, ten number ones, 
than hang out with somebody that's got two million followers on TikTok. Like, there's nothing. Yep. I look. You at have people. introduced me to so many. Like you, you've introduced me to so many artists that you're just like, look, this guy doesn't have but like maybe 500 followers, but his stuff is legit. Like I never would have known about Will. I never yeah. would have known about your buddy Cole. And those two men have the lungs of a freaking angel. Like yeah. I can't, I like I don't understand how people like Will and Cole and David and all of them, how they don't have like millions of followers. Yeah. When well, you got these other people that do, and they, you know, they're ain't shit people. Yeah. Well, there's like the TikTok, especially, and Instagram a little bit, but mainly TikTok has gave people a false sense of celebrity. They've gave you, they yep. gave people a false sense of worth. I've told you since the very yep. time I've met you, I think you could do, you, you told me you've done some radio and stuff before, but I think mm -hmm. that like somebody like you and other people we have worked with, I don't see you as a, a social media influencer. I hate that fucking word. I, yeah, say, I hate that. I say personalities. You have a yeah. big personality. You have something that mm -hmm. a marketing company, a, a bigger fucking what, like what Demps is doing with everybody. People saw the value mm -hmm. in her and it's, it's shining. Same thing with you. Same thing with other people. Right. Like it's, it's where it's obvious to right. somebody, there's somebody who knows what you're looking for. It is 1000% obvious. Um, when you see like the, the folks that I invited for this weekend for the social media personalities for sharing stuff for back road park and everything for like that. Like, I think every one of y'all have a certain quality that you're not going to find in the mm -hmm. everyday person. Like you're not going to find yeah. the person that does, does the trends or whatever. Like you're very creative. Yeah. Like I'll give you this. And this is going to sound stupid to anybody that didn't see it. But like when you were recording me and Brian the other night singing a song back and forth to each other, when we were just having a good time, just the caption you put on it was something that I wouldn't have fucking thought of. And it was really stupid. It was like, right. they're busy, but like in the they're moment, busy. yeah, like I know that sounds fucking stupid to everybody, but mm -hmm. that's a great caption for what we were doing at the time. And you simplified it to where, oh, you don't have to explain yep. in detail what's going on here. They're literally busy. I would have went in the fuck. I'd had to have two, two paragraphs to explain what was going on right there. And I know you would have. Yeah. I know you would have. And I would have misspelled every fucking thing that there was. If it wasn't for text to talk and voice <laughs> memos, my life would be just fucking horrible. But like that's the thing. I know it. I want people like Will and Cole. I want to be the person that helps people grow. I don't want to be the person that, that's mm -hmm. always just hanging around people that's already at the mountaintop. That does nothing for me. Yeah. Like, hell, you saw me and Brian. Yep. And it's you that whole thing of like, if you are the most, it's like, if you're the most successful person in the room, you're the wrong room. Yeah. I think I told you that a long time ago. No, you, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. I 1000% have told you that. Josh, now you did it. I have known about that phrase since I was like 15. I am telling you, I remember you doing the show with me a long time ago. And I told you that because that's one of the things I say. If you're the most successful person in the room you're in, you're failing. Like you don't want to be. Like, Do you want me to let you have this? Yeah. I mean, you're going to. Um, <laughs> I to I'll just have to grab you and shake you if not. Uh, <laughs> but it's even like with Brian Martin. I mean, how you saw me and him this weekend, like mm -hmm. 
we have a bond. Like it's not yeah. where we get to talk all the time anymore or be around each other, but when we're around each other, we're we're just as close as ever. And mm -hmm. that's primarily because like I was supporting the dude, like not supporting like money wise or anything. I was rooting for the guy, it's probably the better thing to say. I was yeah. rooting for him and trying to get him on more shit before everything blew up for him. Like he's been in the studio before yeah. when nobody knew his fucking name. And I was like, this is my dude. Yeah. I, I see the t I see what you are. And soon everybody else is going to. Mm -hmm. And I feel that same way about yeah. you haven't you haven't met Riley Anderson yet. Riley Anderson and you've met Dave and you've met Will and Cole. Um, there's a lot more of our friend group that like are with us all the time that are those type of people. Like you can see it coming. Carter Cross. Uh fuck. Oh, you where do you meet Alyssa Hale? Alyssa Hale is about to blow up through the fucking roof. I love her and her mama so fucking much. It is stupid. But, like, there's people like that that you just, they're good, genuine people. And then they have the mm -hmm. talent on top of it. And it's just like, okay, yeah. these, are my, these are my people. Like, I fucking adore them. Yeah. I hate I hate you're not going to be in Nashville yeah. on Wednesday because, like, there's a lot of people I know. on that round that is going to be, fuck, we got Ashlyn Craft. And Brett Shiroki and LV Shane. If y'all don't know, my end of the year party and show is uh November the eighth at Live Oak in Nashville. You don't you don't want to miss it. Like there's gonna be some surprises too. You know, we are we're the literally this blew my mind. I like full circle shit. Like we're mm -hmm. having our show the same night as the CMAs. And I'm less Oh, than, that's right. And I'm less than a mile away from where the CMAs are being hosted. So it's that just, is huge. So it's just like I've got the prime headline spot at yep. the biggest songwriting bar in town on the CMAs. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Last year mm -hmm. we last year we were in town at the same time. We got to meet Morgan Wallen and we got to, that's when I first met Ashlyn Craft. Uh so it's mm -hmm. just kind of cool. It's just it's just cool. But anyway, you guys should come out that on Wednesday night, is what I'm saying. I would love to go. I but you know, when I've got my baby, I've got him and I don't I don't blame you. You know, I don't have babysitters. The only people I got are my parents, but there's, but like, I like what you said about how social media has given so many average, ordinary, everyday people a false sense of celebrity, you know, and they, they feel like they are somebody. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I will never understand any creator, personality, whatever that truly believes that they are of celebrity status like i have been around one person i'm not gonna say who it is but i've been around somebody and i'm no longer friends with this person but they went up to a bar and the line was so long in nashville they went up to the bouncer and they just said do you know who i am immediately i was like i'm done i am done yeah. you, this is an app this is an app that we downloaded and we upload videos yeah My, like it, this is stupid. the wish version of being famous it is. And I, it is. And then like if you have nothing to offer the world mm -hmm. outside of it. Like mm -hmm. I, I got buddies that are real big on on the app, same way you do. And all of them tell me all the time, like, hey, you need to be posting more. Like, do this, do this, do this, and your shit'll blow up in a heartbeat. Like all But that's the, not what you're passionate I don't, about. Yeah, like, I don't you give could a you shit. couldn't care less. I don't care. Like even And with and when you and I go out you you are recognized more than I am. People know who you are. Well, it just and depends on where I think we that go. is the coolest thing because it 
well, yeah, I guess so. But like people, the thing is, is like, if this app, and I, I think you've told me this before, if this app goes away tomorrow, like, what are we left with? Yeah. You know, like all these people would have to go and get an average, you know, everyday nine to five job. And it just blows my mind just how this app has given people a false sense of ego and a false sense of, I don't know. I, that, that's why, like, I literally, the older I get, like, you just appreciate people who are very genuine and you yeah. want your circle to be as small as it can. Like I've got two close girlfriends and that is it. And I'm good with that. And I got my childhood friends and I got you and I got, you know, some other friends, but other than that, like I'm so good. I don't have to be friends with everybody and I don't want to be friends with everybody. Yeah. Trying to make everybody happy is exhausting. I've never been that way, but I can see other mm -hmm. people just getting drained on it. Like yeah. I don't want everybody to like me. I, I really God, don't. No. I want the genuinely good people. And also too, I like the people that handle criticism and give criticism. Like yeah. I don't want to be around people that's like, Oh, you're doing a great job. And I don't want to kiss asses around no, me. No, absolutely not. That's it, why like, that's why I like you so much is because you will literally look at me and be like, listen, first of all, like you will critique me over anything. <laughs> you're like, you gonna wear them damn boots again. Yes, Josh, I'm going to wear these damn boots again. Or those, it could be like, look, like, you know, you, you would say something like, you know, I don't think that video or this, that, and the other, but you got to have people in your life that are willing to keep you humble. Yeah. And I don't want people that are going to kiss my ass all the time. Like, I think that's why, like, I've been able to do this for two, three years is because, like, I've got people in my life that have kept me humble. Like, my parents would kick my ass if they ever heard the phrase, do you know who I am? Come out yeah. of my mouth. Yeah. Like, I, I think with you and several others now there's some that, that can't take criticism it's not mm -hmm. really about criticizing what you're doing it's about listening to a different perspective mm -hmm. and sometimes like i i will tell you what i think i used to like i'm backing away off of it now because it kind of cost me a friendship but mm -hmm. like i'm backing way off of this now to the point to where like i'm not even going to tell you anymore like what i would do or what I think you should do. I right. might, if you ask me for my advice now, I'll probably give yep. it to you still, but I'm just not going out anymore and just giving advice. Like, and also I right. don't ever like with me, like I said, I put myself in your shoes and that's not right. Like I, I just don't want people to mm -hmm. get burned is my, that's always been my thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that to happen to everybody. I want people to be like, hey, yeah. you're going to do this stupid thing that you're about to do. At least think about this side of it. Like, th right. think about what you're going to do after this comes out or after you post this video or whatever. Think what mm -hmm. it's going to mean to sponsors. Think what it's going to mean to people who want to pay you to do their stuff. Like, all that shit. Mm -hmm. You have to be fucking smart with it. Yep. And, you know, some people are reckless. And yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a perfect word for yeah. it is reckless. And that's why I don't post like I, I have scaled back so far from posting personal shit and it is a, and, and people need to get in the mindset of it is a privilege to be in your life. It is a privilege to know you yeah. and to know what's going on in your life. And so many people are seeking this fake validation from strangers on the internet about putting their, their shit out there. And I put out like maybe I don't know, I'd say probably like five, 10% of my life. Other yeah. than that, it's like, this is a job. This is a business. And I have to look at it as such because then companies will want to work with me because when you're messy and you're reckless, 
you're going to be looked at as unstable. Companies are not going to want to work with you. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they are seeking this very short-lived validation because drama gets views. Oh, absolutely. Messy gets views. And I just, like I have said from the get-go, like I will never put my personal life out there again. I have done it before and I will never do it again. It's just, I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want the views from it. If that's what I get views for, then that I, I don't want. I don't it. want them. Yeah, I'm just, not. I'm the same way. And then like it's with, especially like if you're doing something like this, if this is what you do for a living or your goal to do for a living, and to get paid for it, not just have a fucking hobby, right? Like yep. the last thing that people want that are bigger than you, people that actually like, let's just take. I don't know if I was to have Ashlyn craft on this show, which I hope hopefully mm-hmm. am soon. Like if I was the kind of person that was going to air her dirty laundry, you mm-hmm. think she's going to want to do my show. You think she's going to want to get close and be my friend. Yeah. Like, wh- why would you do that? Like no, nobody yeah. that is anything that is successful is going to be like, Oh God. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm definitely going to befriend this guy because the second it goes south, there he he's going to bash me all over TikTok or all over Instagram, all over his podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one wants that shit. Like you know what they want? They nope, want because when, yeah, they want somebody who's loyal and who's trustworthy. Yeah. And even if like, like as because I've you know I've had friendships end over the course of my life. Like it's yeah. natural people come in your life for a season and then they serve their purpose. And whether that's long term or short term, it is what it is. But if I see somebody online bashing somebody else, and I've and I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I have done it passive yeah. aggressively before. Um, I've so done it to I'm not you. saying that I have. <laughs> yes, just yes, you have. And shit, yes, you have. I was so mad at you that day. My God. Anyways. So um, if I see somebody passive aggressively bashing somebody or uh, whatever the case, like I'm not going to want to be that friend's per like be that, be that person's friend because I'm like, shit, if this stuff goes south with with us, what are they going to put out there? And I saw this, this one quote, it's, it's a, you don't, what was it? Uh, Put, you, you don't put out somebody's whatever it is whenever they trusted you you know like like you get what i'm saying like you don't air out somebody's yeah. shit that they that they told I, you when I they trusted know, you when you were on know. good terms yeah i don't know what the quote that you're trying to say is but i think what you're getting to is like if i confided in you enough to tell you what was going on with me like yeah. you should you should be respectful enough that even if things go bad with us yeah not to share it because i put all my trust in you in that moment yeah yeah, yeah, I don't I don't much care. That about is that, why dude. I trust very few. Yeah, that's why I trust yeah. very, very few people because I've had some of my personal shit, whether it's been twisted or whatever, put out on the internet. And I'm just like, I know exactly who that was told by because I told one person yeah. or I told two people. So it's one of two people. And that's why like I am so careful about who I who I tell things to. And and I've I've I know things that people have told me that we're no longer friends or we're no longer whatever that I will never say because yeah. it just it, it, it just no don't sense. matter. It don't make no sense. Why would you do that? And like, like what? And like would, what? Like what are you getting out of it? Yeah. Like, why? You know, why like, would what you is pour, it getting for you? Yeah. Why would you pour gas on the fire in that situation? Like, if right. this person's already going through some shit, yeah. why? Why would you? I'm at, and I mean, you've kind of talked about this recently. Like, I have been for the past couple months trying to learn how to show more grace in my life. Like, mm-hmm. how how to show 
forgiveness, to show grace. You know, one of the things I think I told you the other day that I'm really trying to just beat into my head because I'm such a cunt is, you know, there's no limit on the amount of grace you can show. When it, when it says in the yeah. Bible that Jesus died for our sins, he said for all of our sins, not some of them, not yeah. the ones that you think are okay, not the ones that everybody else thinks is okay. Like showing grace is and showing forgiveness is what we should do more of because that's what's been done to us. Like regardless if you are religious yeah. or you just believe in the universe or whatever, like if the universe or God is forgiving you every day for every little mistake that you're making, why wouldn't you forgive and show grace to everybody else's mistakes? Now that don't mean you got to forget. That don't mean you, you, whatever, right. but you can move on from it. You can move on and not let it be something that weighs heavy on you anymore. That's another reason why I'm trying to be like this is I don't want mm -hmm. how I felt towards you or SJ or Lily or whatever. That shit weighed on me. Like yeah. I would see your videos or I'd see your pictures popping up. I'm like, I fucking can't stand this bitch. And I was like, why am I like that? Right. Like, why am I being this way? And then mm -hmm. it finally got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to be this way anymore. Like I, I right. can still be me and I can still be the things I like about me, but that is a, that is a toxic trait of mine. And I don't want to be that kind of toxic. Like I want to be where women find me the cute toxic. You know what I'm saying, Brie? Uh, I, that's yeah. what I want. I want them to look at me that way. I don't want them or any of the rest of the world to be like, that is a toxic fuck right there. Like he is just not a right. person I want to be around. I don't want to be that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you carry that burden around of not forgiving people, it, it shows and people can pick up on, you know, the fact that you're just carrying around this weight. And I, I mean, I believe that, you know, a lot of times we, we forgive people not for them, but for us, because yeah. we don't want to carry around this weight anymore. And, you know, like I told you the other day when you were talking to me about grace, and this is something that I'm struggling with and working on in my personal life is how much grace do I have to give or do I give somebody without it being letting them walk all over me? And letting them get away, so yeah. to speak, with something when I know that, like, it's not my job to get somebody or mm -hmm. to like, hey, I, I, you can't make somebody do right by you. You just no. can't or by somebody else in your life. And and I I don't know. It's just I, I'm really struggling with, like, how much grace to allow or to show. But then it's at the same time. It's like, well, hell, like I've done shit in my life that I'm yeah. not proud of. And, you know, I've. I've asked for forgiveness and the, the point that a lot of people miss when you ask for forgiveness, you know, from God is like you, not only do you have to ask for forgiveness, you have to change yeah. and not go back on that behavior because so many people want to say, Oh, you know, please forgive me. And then they keep doing the same shit yeah. and that's called manipulation, yeah. you know, but I'm just, I, I hope I get to where you are with this, with that sense of grace because I'm struggling with that shit well, right uh, now with one area of my life. I'm telling you, the more grace you show, the more grace you're going to get. And that, yeah. that that's how I look at it is the more I put out into the world of positive, the more positive I get towards me. Um, mm -hmm. Even as recently, like I had some stupid shit happen with some friends and we're not friends no more. And I was it, like, it beat me up a little bit. Like it did it, like it weighed heavy on me. And mm -hmm. I decided what I was going to do is I was just going to move on. Like it, yeah. like I wasn't going to spend another moment in my life. I want all those people to be successful. I wish them the best. Mm -hmm. I, if I wish yep. them no ill will, then whatever. 
And it was like a day or two after that, when I just decided I'm going to be me, I'm going to move on. I'm going to show grace in the situation. I had mm-hmm. like some really big blessings happen to me yeah, like career wise. And it's like, if I would have gone the other way and I would have do, done what I started to do, then I don't think I would have received those blessings. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I would have. And it's like I was telling you the other day when we were talking about some certain things that I feel like you're supposed to feel like you're about to break. Like, I, yeah. I think I think that for you to receive a true blessing in life, you have to feel like you're about to break and take the next step. When you don't think you can go mm-hmm. anymore, when you don't think that you are able to go anymore, that is what faith is. That next blind mm-hmm. step is when you're supposed to just keep moving forward. You're not good enough to live life by yourself, but you have your faith to get you through it. And that is how I felt that day. Like I felt like I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders. I've got to pick between A and B right here. And I've got to do what's best for me. So I picked the one that I did. And it was like, I need the good Lord to show me a sign that being this way is going to, is what I need to do. And I got a little blessing. I got a big blessing mm-hmm. actually, but like, it's just where you, you have to be beat down. You have to experience rock bottom. Yeah. You have to, you have to know there's only one way up. And when you realize that one way mm-hmm. up is a blind step that you have to take, that that is faith, that that is grace. Then everything you receive mm-hmm. after that is a blessing. I think you have to be beat down. Yeah. I, I love saying God allows us yeah. to go through hell just so we know what heaven's worth. Yep. I, and I really think you're right because if we never got to that place in life, then we would never realize that we do need God in order to help us through life. And one thing that I have always been this way is I don't like the unknown. I do yeah. not like the unknown. That's why I am such a planner. That's why like whenever like you and I make plans, I'm like, okay, what time am I getting there? Where are you going to be? That's why like I called you like two hours before I left to go down <laughs> to Macon the other day to see Brian yeah. play. And I was like, I'm two hours out. And you're like, well, I don't, I don't know where we're going to be. And I'm like, well, I need to know where you're going to be because I don't like not knowing. Mm-hmm. And I like planning. And I think it's because that is, I I don't know. Like, I just like to know net. what's going to happen. It's a safety it's a, it's a It's a safety thing. It's a security thing. Yeah. And, you know, the other day, things in life just got so heavy, so heavy that I was just like, I I cannot do this on my own. Like, I, yeah. I can't. And I think, you know, God does allow us to get to that point because it literally we're forced to turn to him. Yeah. Well, I don't because we cannot do it regardless. And even even if somebody isn't religious, I always say the universe because like, I don't want to knock anybody when it comes to like their spiritual beliefs, but like, it makes sense to me to embrace the unknown. Like I know it scares the shit out of a lot of people. But look, mm-hmm. Elias, did you know two years ago that you'd be doing what you was doing now? Not full. I mean, no, not at all. I never okay. thought that I would still be doing it. You gambled on yourself. You embraced mm-hmm. the unknown and look what happened. That's usually what mm-hmm. happens. We block a lot of our blessings in life because we're scared of the unknown. But usually yeah. if you feel like you're being pulled a certain way, it's because you're being fucking pulled a certain way. Right. So, so why not just say, hey, look. I'm going to just dive into this. Me and uh, me and a friend was talking about this yesterday while we were watching Gracie and one of her friends at this stupid fucking trampoline park. And <laughs> God, I hate that kind of shit. Uh, 
But like we were talking about it yesterday, and it's like I, the best things in my life that have happened to me are things that I didn't know were going to happen. Like between yeah. between Gracie, between getting fired from country radio and doing this now, between the friends that I've mm -hmm. made, between the people that I would see, and I'd be like, I don't want to fucking get to know them. But then I got to know them, mm -hmm. and now I love them. Like the unknown, mm -hmm. the unknown is where we need to be living. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's unknown. And we embrace getting up tomorrow. Right. So embracing the rest of the things that are unknown in our life are fuck. It. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You take a chance on something new. And if you don't like it, do something else new. You don't have to stay in that. Yeah. The one thing that my mom, and it, it bugged me growing up. It, oh God, I got under my skin. Just how like she would not take no for an answer Yeah. from anybody. And I'm so glad that I, I eventually got that trait from her is because if you are getting, if it's something that you really, really want, and if you are getting the, the answer, no, you're just asking the wrong person and you just got to keep going. And my mom was just like, Brianna, if you just, if you find something that you love to do and people keep telling, you no, and you quit, you never really wanted it to begin with. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, like you said, the biggest blessings that you have had are things that came out of like that you never planned on. Like my yeah. son, Landon, wasn't like we weren't planning on having a, a kid. Landon happened. And then I got fired from my job back in January of 21. And I was scared as I'll get out by not knowing what to do. And then I just was like, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to figure something out. And every single month, it's just been because you know, you know that like this, this industry is very like up and down with like how much we make each month, but each month it just keeps happening over and over and over. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm still doing the damn thing. Yeah. And it has, it has allowed me to stay home with my son when he has been, when he's still young. Yeah. And cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to miss out on his childhood. I didn't want to miss out. And I'm not knocking any mom that works, you know, a nine to five. I'm not knocking that because I know there's some parents and single mamas that don't have that choice, that don't have the option to do what I do. But it, this taking that leap of faith has allowed me to be there for his basketball games, be there for his practices, be there for all these little events and in his life that I never would have been able to experience. But it's because I went out on a leap of faith and I took that opportunity to make this a full time job. Yeah, see, you're you're a person that appreciates the battles, like yeah. Well, a lot of people say, "Hey, I might have lost the battle, but I'm going to win the war." Well, you yeah. don't know if you're going to win the war till you get to the fucking end of the war, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you're supposed to appreciate the battles along the way, and yeah. you're somebody that hey you might have a bad day here, but tomorrow you you see the good in the bad. Is what I'm saying. Like you, and that's where yeah, a lot of people on here on the on some of these apps or whatever. Like if they're not constantly winning and you're not going to constantly win wars, like that's not how fucking life right. works. You're not going to, mm -hmm. but if you want something too quick and you bust your ass and you try to get there the fast way instead of the right way, you're going to fail. You're going to mm -hmm. crash and burn. Like you're not building a stable bridge, I guess is the right. best way to put it. You're building something. Like There's no doubt about that, but a good fucking you know, flood comes through on a shitty bridge and that bridge mm -hmm. is gone. It gets wiped the fuck out. A good stable yep. bridge that usually takes longer to build. It's going to be there after every storm. And yep. 
that that is where like a lot of people I could do shit every single fucking day. I could make a post today and be like, Hey, if you have 500,000 followers or more, hit me up and I'm going to have one a day for the next fucking month. And my numbers would go mm-hmm. through the fucking roof. I right. don't want that. I want substance. I want when people yep. hear the message coming from you or from me that day, I want it to be something that helps. I want it to yep. be something that makes you want to work harder. That makes you want to sit down and look at yourself in the mirror, have self-reflection that figure out your self-worth. I want that shit. I mean, would I like to be fucking rich? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. if I get rich the wrong ways, I don't yeah. think I don't think you're really rich. I don't think that's success to me. Yeah. I, no, because it's not though. It's yeah, not I, like I have had like I've had months where like I I you know, what was it like two years ago was when I was making the most amount of money. Yeah. And I never thought in my wildest dreams. And it's not like the thing is like money is all relative with how much people view as success or not or a lot of money, whatever. So it's all relative. But I never thought in a million years I would make that kind of money. But two years ago, I was the most unhappy person. And I just, but I mean, you would never know it because I was, I wasn't putting it out there that I was unhappy. And now I'm not making as much money as I was two years ago. But I tell you what, my life is so fulfilled and I'm so grateful for every single opportunity that never worked out or every relationship that didn't work out because I can look back and it's like, there's a reason why I went through all that shit. Like there's a reason why I went through the end of 2021, which would have wrecked majority of people. And I'm like, now I'm like, talk your shit about me. I do not care. Like, I, I do not care what you say about me. It come up with something new. I'm bored. I'm bored with all these little things that people say about me. And I don't, I don't care. I do not care. And if I hadn't gone through what I went through a couple of years ago, I never would be in this spot ever. Yeah. And you, I mean, but to me, you have to go through those things. You like, have to, you have to like anybody who wants their journey to be smooth. Like you're mm-hmm. never going to be ready for rough waters. Like you, you should no. embrace, you should embrace that shit to me. It makes mm-hmm. you tougher. It makes you battle scarred. It makes you yep. aware like when something comes along, and it knocks you on your ass, you're able to get back up. Like it, yeah. you have to, but you have to embrace it. You have to love it. I think even in the the Marines, it's like, you got to love the suck. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think, I think that's what it is. Like embrace the suck or some shit. I can't remember. I want a fucking Marine, uh, but who are you boys? Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Love everything you do. Um, but like, you have to learn that that is part of it. And there's a lot yeah. of people, a lot of fucking people. That the second they get hit in the face by life, they're fucking done, mm-hmm. dude. Like they don't know how to done. rebound. They don't. They don't know how to fucking come back from something. And that's kind of where mm-hmm. it brings me back to grace, showing grace. You mm-hmm. know, I, I've had friends on this app that have got where they can't be on social media no more, and yeah. people people would give me shit because I wanted to show them grace. I wanted to right. be as nice as possible and still be like, Hey, look, this person deserves to be punished, but also I'm not the judge, the jury or the executioner. It is not my mm-hmm. place in life to show this person their punishment or to help push out their punishment. I'm supposed yeah. to show them grace. And yeah. like, I believe if you don't do that, when it comes your time to be knocked off that pedestal, you're on, 
and you don't mm -hmm. have you haven't built up people to catch you when you fall, you're mm -hmm. done. Like yeah. that that is where you have to. Like I definitely don't live in a glass house, so I ain't fucking throwing mm -hmm. rocks, you know. That's like, and, right. And, and that's what I want from other people. I like, guess you know, that's what I think we have to do at this point in time. If we don't, the second some bad shit happens to you, fuck. I've already seen yeah. when I've just posted nice stuff of you, how the internet comes after you. Oh my God. I <laughs> That whole weekend was so funny. I swear to God. But I, I don't understand people that are so damn critical of other people of their past. And I I just will never understand it. But I mean, you're right. Like, we were we were not called here to to judge other people. And, you know, we were called to show love and show grace and show what Jesus was like. And, you know, but I don't, I don't understand people like, oh, well, they did this bad thing. So now we've got to show them a lesson. Like, first of all, you ain't got to hold me accountable. You are not my mom. Yeah. You're not my mom. You are, I'm a grown ass adult that pays her own bills. And that's something that I'll never understand is, you know, and also like, just because somebody had a bad experience with one person doesn't mean that like, that wasn't my experience with them. You know, yeah. so don't sit there and say, well, you can't be friends with this person because they did this to me. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, they didn't do that to me. You know, like there's people that have had bad experiences with me that some of my girlfriends or you have never and will never experience. Yeah. You know, so how can I sit there and judge somebody else based off of somebody else's experience with them? That's something that I just, I, I never understood that. Yeah. Well, that that's people wanting you to pick sides. Like, right. I, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, yeah. First off, I'm a grown ass man. I act like mm -hmm. a grown ass man. I treat other people like they're grown and I show them respect, even if I don't like them. That's I right. will I will respect you until you give me a fucking reason not to. Now, the second mm -hmm. you give me a reason not to, I'm probably not the person that you're gonna fucking disrespect multiple times without there being consequences to your action. Like, mm -hmm. especially when I try to treat people like grown folk. Now, like if if you picking the side shit is just where, goddamn, it's about as childish as it fucking gets to me. My God, like how, I will how, never how can you like. There's tell people me? that there's people you like. There's people that you're friends with that you like that I have openly told you like I do not fuck with that person. You're like that's cool. I do. Yeah. And I'm just and that that's where it ends. Like and I'm still friends with you. Like just yeah. because like I had something bad happen to me with that person that you never had. Like I'm not going to yeah. ask you to be friends with somebody no. or not not be friends with somebody just cuz I do not like them. That's and I don't, ridiculous. I, I don't understand why it's like that. To me that's almost the person that's telling you not to be friends with somebody else is them trying to control the narrative. Like yeah. it, it, it's them maybe not wanting you to see but everybody else saw like right. only having one point of view. I don't, I can't yeah. trust that. I can't trust somebody that's like, Hey, this is the way it is. And if you don't believe me, then don't come around. Like, no, I've got right. eyes. I've got ears. I've got a heart. Mm -hmm. I can tell what feels right and what feels wrong. Like you don't have right. to do my thinking for me. Like that's some, mm -hmm. that's, that's somebody trying to manipulate someone else in, in my mind. Like, you're not going to tell me who I have to fucking side with in any argument. If I right. don't let you pick my politics, I'm not letting you pick my fucking friends. That's right. Like I can sit here and say all damn day to somebody like, you know, like I've told you some, some personal stuff that's happened in my friendships and I've just, you know, told you what's happened. And, 
you know, it's not me saying like, I want you to pick sides. It's just me telling you what happened. And I just don't understand this whole, well, I'm friends. With, I'm not friends with so-and-so. So you can't be either. It's like, I literally do not care. Like there's people that, you know, I'm friends with that you do not like at all. And that's fine. You don't have to like them. I'm not asking you to hang out with them. I'm never going to ask you to hang out with them. It's just being, being a grown ass adult. A grown-ass adult, and that's what the problem is. Like, we got too many coddled adults these days that I just want to kick right in the shin. Yeah, and even if you're the person, like in that case, like with me and you, I, I also now have to be like, maybe I just don't know this person. Like, if I yeah. haven't been around them. Uh, but also on top of that, it's pretty much like this with me. It's like, you know, how – I don't even know how to fucking put it. How, how do I – say I don't like somebody before I've met them. Like That's right. I, I don't understand. I can't do that anymore. There's a lot of times mm -hmm. where maybe, maybe what I saw somebody from a 10 second clip or whatever, that it just turned me the fuck off. Maybe yeah. I, it'd be different when I got around them. I like the fact mm -hmm. that I turn people off. I really right. do. Like it is one of the things to where you, you were around us at, uh, at angel city and I rubbed somebody the wrong way while we was there. Cause they came up and asked me, about hosting it or something. And they were like, Hey, but we want to do this. And we're at their mm -hmm. event. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. If I was to do right. this next year. And like, it was just something stupid. Was it a wet t-shirt contest or something? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, mm -hmm. I won't, I won't do that. Like that's, you know, that's not me. And mm -hmm. I have to sit back and I have to look at it and be like, that person probably thought I was the biggest dickhead ever. They're offering me a job. And I'm like, not unless I do it my way. And, but that also to me, it makes me have more respect for myself and usually the people around me. Yep. And I think that's mm -hmm. the way it goes with a lot of people on social media too. They're just doing them. And maybe if I got to know them, I wouldn't think they were such cunts. Well, maybe I don't know. The majority of people on that app are cunts. I'm going to be honest with you. No like, there's a reason why I, there's a reason why I don't do group things. There's a re anymore. I don't do meetups. I don't do none of that shit. Cause I, you find out who your friends are real quick. But I will say in that moment when that lady had asked you to host that event, whatever, next time, and it was going to be the same event with like the wet t-shirt contest. When you said, I was fully, fully expecting you to be like, hell yeah. Da, da, da. The moment that you said, no, nah, I can't do that. I got a daughter. I'm, I'm not about to put myself in this situation. I gained so much respect for you in that moment that I never knew I could have for you because so many men would be like, uh, fuck yeah, I'm doing this. Are you kidding me? Does it, but you, it wasn't about you in that moment. I think that's why I gained so much more respect for you was because in that moment you took yourself out of the equation and you considered somebody else who is very important to you, which is your daughter. And you didn't want her to have a dad that was hosting something that had something like that. Yeah. Well, and it, it's one thing because I love working with the only fans girls, but they do their mm -hmm. own stuff. Right. Like they put themselves out there. They objectified mm -hmm. themselves. You know, right. they like being a sexual object. That's right. cool. I'm, I'm so fine with that. Like I've got some great ones that are on the show tomorrow, but they all have great backstories. Like you right. get to know more about them than just their ass and tits. Like I, that's right. what, that's what I like. I love the backstory on people. I love why they're doing what they're doing now and doing something like that. You know, I don't know these women. 
I, I don't know them. I don't want to get mm-hmm. up there and spray a bitch. And then it'd be like, damn, she's going to regret this. And she's going to regret the shit out of this tomorrow morning when she's sober. Like I just, there's nothing yeah. about that. And I don't want, I'm all about women empowerment. Like I love a strong, badass, confident woman. that's not scared to take on the world. And I think in those situations, mm-hmm. objectifying them that way is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like I, I don't want, I don't want like Gracie yeah. or any of my friends that are women to ever be peer pressured into something like that. And also, it's kind yeah. of fucking trashy. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of I trashy. Mean, I've got, I've got my, I've got my viewpoints on certain things, like you know what t-shirt contests and strip clubs and OnlyFans. Like I've got my viewpoint on that, but. it's not me doing it. I'm not making the decision to do it. Like that's just a personal choice that I've, I said I would never do is, I mean, I've never been in a strip club. I never will be, I will never go in one. Um, and I will never do. You're going in one this weekend. The way that I will not go. The way that I will. When you figure out it's a bar, it's the one we go to in Alabama, the, the trashy one. one. I I took the church boy in the other day. It's not a strip club. It is. It, Why did you say it was? It's. I mean, it's. Look, I can't explain. Do they have? Part. Do they have? Do they have live dancers? They had two the other night, but I don't know if you call them alive. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, I will not. I. I. And I'm not judging anybody who does, but it's just a choice that I made. I don't want. I don't want my son to see something like that of me being in a place like that or my, my dad or my mom or, you know, and that's why I, I've never done only fans. And I, and the thing is, is like, I was talking to, I was talking to Brian about it over the weekend. I was just like, you know, I know that I can make a shit ton of money on only fans. I know that it is quick money oh, yeah. and you make a lot of it. You make a lot. And I just, my viewpoint on it and, this is my personal viewpoint and I'm allowed to have this personal viewpoint on it is I don't want somebody else seeing what is meant for one person. Yeah. And that is my viewpoint on it. And if there's a girl or, cause I know guys that, that have done only fans and you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I believe that that's, I'm not approved by any means. Like, you know, if you're in a relationship, send those nudes, send those, send those videos, whatever, yeah. you know, like we've all done it, but I just, I don't know. I, if y'all go to a strip club, y'all have, I want y'all to have the best damn time, but I will be sitting my ass back in that camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would just be sitting there yeah. and it's just not my thing. Yeah, I don't like strip clubs. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I don't like them. I like having fun with my friends. I've ne- I bet you I've never gave a stripper twenty bucks. I bet I've never. I spent- don't under. I just don't. I can't comprehend it. Like you are going to go first of all, you're going to pay an outrageous cover fee. The drinks are triple what they should be, and Not then you're going to go pay. <laughs> oh, I bet it's like two dollars for a beer. Uh, it's pretty fucking cheap. <laughs> you're going to go pay to pay some. Pay, you know, pay a woman to take her clothes off and you're going to go home with what, 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 what validation are you correct? What validation are you getting? When, if you want to see a naked chick, just go to Pornhub. Like my God. Yeah. See, like I have, I have a little bit of an ego when it comes to that anyway. 
it's like, uh, I mean, you wouldn't have any idea about this and not a lot of women no. do. I don't have a hard time if I'm attracted to you showing that I'm attracted to you and like right. letting you know that I want you. Like I, I think mm -hmm. I'm pretty decent at letting somebody know that. And I'm not fixing to go to somewhere and have a idea in my head that, Oh, I've got to give her money to show me attention. No, mm -hmm. no, no, no. See in my head, I'm thinking, and this is how fucked up I am. This is why I won't pay for anybody's OnlyFans, by the way, regardless of who. I've got like a top 10 now because I've got to meet more people that if I ever was, I know from one to 10 who who would get bought first, like right off the bat. But right. in my, but in who's, my your, who's your number one? Oh, I don't want to say her name because I want her, I want her on the show. Fuck, I'll say her name. Uh, have you seen Trixie? Uh, I can't remember. Like, anyway. She is fucking growing. You don't, yeah, I can see that face already frustrated. Uh, I've had it. I've had, I say that because I have had an experience with her. Oh, really? That is it. Yeah. I don't know her at all. Like we have messaged back and forth two or three times about getting her on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but she's up there. Um, I my, saw a comment that you left on her page left, one time. I've left a couple. <laughs> it was the best comment anybody has ever said. And the fact that it was from you, I'm like, this man is top tier. You said this, this woman makes a grown man want to something, something. I know. I know exactly I, what you're talking about. Cause she, Cause she thought it was funny as fuck too. I said, it was you, so I, good. I said, you make me want to go to the gym, get more tattoos and get a blue collar job. Yeah, I was like, but I'm not gonna do any of those things. That's the one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. And and also like, I mean, I'm not knocking OnlyFans. I just think a lot of these girls are so young, like they're in their twenties yeah. and yeah, they're so young and and also like majority of them don't have kids. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest reasons. My my kid and my dad. Yeah. The two reasons why I will not do OnlyFans. I don't want my dad to see his yeah. little girl because in his eyes, Gracie will always be your little yeah. girl, no matter yeah. how old she gets. Yeah. But I just don't want to like go to a school event and have some parents look at me and then be like, oh, that's Landon's mom. She does yeah. this. Like, I just I don't want that. I don't. Landon. I respect it. I really do. I respect if you can make life changing money. Like that, that's the same thing. Like you probably heard me say this before. I don't like strip clubs, but I like strippers. I like that a woman has the ability to get money from a man without a gun mm -hmm. to their head or anything like that. And they're happy while they're doing it. There's something about that, that I really, really respect. I don't, I don't ever get mad about that. And mm -hmm. I think, cause I guess I don't get mad about it. Cause you're not gonna get any money out of me. I that's guess right. I, I guess that's how it is. Like I know I'm not paying for shit, no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not paying for shit because the ego part of me is like, right. you get around me for a couple beers and a couple slow dances and a couple, you know, good jokes, and you'll probably do it for free. That that's in yep. my head. Like it's just I think I can, um, whether mm -hmm. I can or not, yet to be seen with most women. But I think <laughs> I think that's how it is. And so I'm not fixing to pay for something that I do think it should be private if you care about the person. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side of that, everybody that would be in my top 10 that has one, mm -hmm. I would rather have a professional relationship with than view them mm -hmm. like that. Like I've got the girls that are coming tomorrow to do a show. I love 
two of them out of the three very dearly, and another one's very new to hanging out with us. Uh, but I don't even see them that way no more. But the every other guy that doesn't know these people in a professional setting, that doesn't know these women in a professional setting, I understand them lusting after them and knowing that they have absolutely no chance to ever – get close to them or make them laugh or no, I totally get it or anything. Like that. So I get, I get it. And if you can make a fucking bag off of it, I get it. I get it. It's I, I, mean, I, I respect I it. Like I've, I've been in that position where I have had no money. I had no bank account, nothing four years ago. And you know, the thought ran through my head when I was in college of, well, shit, I need money. I got $20 to my name. I could yeah. just go work at Hooters, yeah. you know, and I almost did go work at Hooters, which is like the least controversial of yeah. any of them, you know, like what they're wearing more than what mo most girls wear in the summer, yeah, no shit. you know, but I they wear more than like, what you I've seen you wear at a bar. First of all, <laughs> That's true though. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I just, it just went back to like, if I, you know, when I was in college, I'm like, if I had a son or if my dad were to come into that establishment, I would drop dead. Like I would just die. And I just don't want my dad or my son to see stuff like that of me. Yeah. And I'm not, again, I'm not knocking any woman that does it because I think it takes a very strong woman to do something like that yeah. and to, to put yourself out there that way. It's just, it's just a, it's just I, a personal preference. And I think it's okay to say that I, while I may not agree with it, yeah. doesn't mean that I'm going to condemn anybody for doing it. I think that's where a lot of people are like, well, if you don't agree with it and that means you're being judgmental. No, no I just not. don't agree with it. Cause I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. It's, a, it's the same and, way that I was talking to you about earlier about like, it's just not your brand. Like, is this right. not what you want to be known for? That's right. it. Like there's some right. women that are super fucking comfortable with their bodies and don't right. give two shits about it. Like, and right. also I think like, I've got one friend, she does the bare minimum on there, like the mm -hmm. bare minimum. Cause she knows how stupid mm -hmm. men are. Like I would imagine. <laughs> Y'all really are, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> hey, look, they are, they are like, unless that, unless that thing's going to come with a date and a, and some riding some dirt roads. Yeah, I'm good. I don't really give mm -hmm. a fuck about subscribing. Yeah, you, I don't know. That's you, you there's not a lot of women that know this because I don't get to do it that much anymore. You put me on a dirt road with like some mm -hmm. beer and some good music on a good night. I promise you, I'm, I'm pretty smooth. I'm, a, I, I have so much fun. I radiate fun. It makes you want to have fun with me. It's a good time. Uh, but <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm such an asshole right now. I'm no, sorry. It's I'm sorry I have is... that good of an ego. Like it's I have that much, but confidence is what you women like anyway. And it's also what us men like. Yes. So like if I'm not confident yes. in myself about those kind of things, like who the fuck's gonna who's gonna be like, oh yeah, I want to go out with that guy. I want to hang out. Right. With no, him. I wasn't I wasn't looking at you as in like a like I think you're a dumbass or I think you're anything. It's just like if people like it's like it goes back to the lady who asked you if you would want to host the event with the wet t-shirt contest and all that stuff. I, most people, and I was fully expecting you to say yes, fully expecting you because just of, you know, how sometimes like you can portray yourself on social media, Yeah. but you are the, I don't know how to say it. Like 
you would much prefer just to go riding dirt roads, drinking some beer, getting to know somebody, dancing in the headlights at, versus anything. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like I'm you're a grown, just not. I'm a grown people, ass man. Right. You're just not what people would expect of you once they get to know you. Yeah. And that's what I want. I've, I've said this for the longest time. I want you to judge this book by the cover. Yeah. I, I want you to, because if you do, mm-hmm. then you don't deserve to read the fucking pages. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't deserve to dive in on me. I want you said you- something about like you put, like you would intentionally, make it hard for people to get to know you yeah. or you would push, you would, you would push yeah. people away you, to see how far like they would come back. Well, no, you're supposed to make it hard for people. In my opinion, a lot of people probably say it's the complete opposite. I want it to be hard for you to love me mm-hmm. because if it's hard for you to love me, then it's going to be hard for you to forget about. Me. That's it's right. Gonna, it's going to be hard for you to find someone else like me because mm-hmm. I, if you are being shallow, shallow is probably the wrong word if you're not diving into me and actually getting Mm -hmm. to know me then you're really just a fair weather person right like you're you're not anybody that's going to hang around when times get tough you're not whatever like you have to know me for me like a lot of a lot of people are like yeah i like a pretty face i like a pretty body all that kind of stuff you have to be attracted to somebody obviously but Mm -hmm. like if you think that I am how guys and women say this all the fucking time is such a line, but it's like, I'm not like anybody else you've ever met. I want you to realize that I am literally not like anybody else you've ever mm-hmm. met. And if you don't take the time to get that, then yeah, look at me like a fuck boy, because I'm not going to have shit to do with you in the first place. Like I, right. I, I don't, I want you to take your time getting to know me and experiencing mm-hmm. me. And I want to experience you. And mm-hmm. if you don't do that, then you just got somebody that's going to be coming gone overnight. Like there's, yeah. there's people, I try to be as real as possible with women. And mm-hmm. it's where like, if we have a connection, if there's passion, if there's stuff like that, then yeah, let's hang out more. Let's spend more time together. But if it's not, it's like, Hey, let's be friends. Like there's nothing there right. for either one of us. Like it doesn't matter if I'm attracted to you or not. There's obviously nothing there. Why can't we just be cool with one another and Mm -hmm. not make it fucking weird and i think a lot of women respect that about me i've been on i've been out with several folks that have just been like there was no vibe there there i mean there was there was no connection there and Mm -hmm. then like they would be like yeah i just i just don't think this is okay or whatever like i don't think i want to see you again like that's fine and -hmm. they would get mad they'd get mad to be like wait a second, you just put all this time and effort into hanging out with me. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they get mad. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, now I want to fucking talk to him some more. It's really stupid. It's, I don't understand yeah. why more people can't just be like, this is what it is. We're cool. Move on. Yeah. Well, and it's like, also like you, I made a uh, Instagram story about this earlier today. It's like you, you, you have to choose people that choose you. Yes, and absolutely. I think that you, cause like my parents, I've, I've told their story so many times, but it is the reason why, like you talk about, you want a love and a marriage, like your grandparents, I yeah. want a love and a marriage, like my mom and dad. And people will sit there and say, Oh, that kind of love and marriage doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it does. Yes, it, fucking yes, does. it absolutely does. And yes. it's just people it's, 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 I think it's just amplified that it's not 
now because the negative of relationships is put out there more on social media. Absolutely. And I think that people are still people and people have called me ignorant or whatever for wanting a love that is just so full. And so what my parents have, like they met data married in four months, they knew right off the bat that they wanted to be with each other. And, um, my, I asked my, they've been married for 42 years. And I asked my mom, I just said, how did, like, how did you know that dad was the one? Like, how did you, uh, how do you know when it's real? And she just, she said something that I'll never forget. She said, love is a verb, not a noun. It is, she said, feelings are viable, but not reliable. They come and go. And she said, you have to find somebody who you can look at and say, I want to go through the trenches of life with you and come out on the other side together. Because so many people get caught up in relationships that they think it's going to be all fairy tales and it's going to be so great all the time. And, you know, while my parents have always been in love, there were times when my dad or my mom didn't want anything to do with the other one. I mean, 42 years, you're bound to have that. Absolutely. You know, but there, I mean, cause there's been times where, and I'm not saying anything that my mom or dad hasn't said to other people um, about their marriage. So I'm not like putting out their dirty laundry. Um, my mom has said there have been times when he wanted to leave, I, but I wouldn't let him. I fought for us. And she said, there's been times when I wanted to leave, but he fought for me. And she said, we just, we saw the bigger picture. And she said, I think so many people, get caught up in this ideology that marriage and love has to be perfect and you have to be in the honeymoon phase forever, which, you know, yeah, like if you're right for the person, like you should have more good times than bad, you know, but it's life. You're going to go through so much shit. And there is one verse in the Bible that talks about how you should choose your spouse. And it is, you pick somebody that you can go to war with a battle, buddy. and that's how, Mm-hmm. And that's how you, that's how, you know, if you can look at somebody be like, I want to go because life is going to suck sometimes. Yeah. And you want somebody that's going to stick there with you through it all. And I think that's why I have such a high, a high level of expectation for a relationship. And you do too, is because like, you've seen it, you've seen yeah. that level of love. And whenever somebody says to me, Oh, your expectations are too high. And I'm just like, okay, then you're not the one for me. Bye next. Yeah. You know, easy. To me, um, like, I don't know how else to put it. It's where you have to have somebody, like the expectation you have that it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows is not what you mm-hmm. should be looking for when you start dating somebody. Mm-hmm. I am not a person who casually dates. I've only been in probably four, maybe five serious relationships since I was 18 years old. And mm-hmm. I've casually been around women a lot, but like, I, I want something special. I want the shit yeah. that you can't put into words, like the right. shit you can't describe. I want somebody yeah. that, you know, you know, no matter how bad it gets and how much you're going to push each other's buttons, like mm-hmm. you're going to be there to support each other. Like right. you're not, you're going to have bad days. You're not going to have bad years. And right. everybody's going to have that shit. Like I want somebody that's going to go through hell with me when I go through hell and vice versa. And it's mm-hmm. out there like that. That shit is out there. Uh, it it gets so caught up in like a soulmate. Well, I was talking to fucking somebody mm-hmm. about this yesterday. You can find people in your life that make you content. Finding someone that makes yeah. you content that checks off a lot of the boxes is whatever. Yeah. Like it's easy to do. It's easier said than done. But finding somebody that fucking just matches up with your soul, like to where mm-hmm. you can't you can't do anything without them. 
And the second right. that you touch or the second you kiss, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know that yep. there's something there. It's undefined because it's scary. Like it's the mm-hmm. unknown shit we were talking about. Like it's not supposed to make sense. Right. But when it does, it fucking clicks and you're like, God, I'm stupid. Why didn't I see this all yep. along? Like, and that's how yep. it's supposed to be. I don't want the person that I end up with to be somebody that from the outside looking in, I was like, oh, this person's perfect for me in every Mm -hmm. fucking way. They check off every box I could ever want. I want the person that I end up with to be a fucking surprise, but I want it to be so obvious when you connect with that person that it's undeniable. Mm -hmm. And I I know it's out there. I know it is. I've, I've, you know, it's for me, there's too many people that get burned and get hurt that just like shut mm-hmm. the fuck down, shutting the fuck down. Yeah. And I won't do that. I, I can't. I yeah. owe it to myself not to. I'm not going to sit here and be yeah. mad at the people. Like I call myself good luck, Chuck. If I've never told you this. Every, yeah. Oh my God. Everybody, me too. Shit. Everybody that I have ever dated when we've broke up mm-hmm. the next relationship they've had, They've got into a, they've like got married or they've been in a long relationship every single fucking time. Mm-hmm. And so like to me, it's I'm like, waiting on my thank you cards from them boys. I, I'm not. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> There's a, like, it's whatever. Like, I mean, I've, I've only dated, I've only dated like a, despite what most people might think. Like I, like I was married for five years together for eight. And then I had, uh, that, that long-term relationship that was obnoxiously public. And then I dated probably just like one other guy that truly, truly, like I thought that this was the one. And other than that, like, I, I don't know, like, I just like, I I think it's going to be a thing of like, when you know, you know, but also like after the last guy that I dated, like I've told you about, um, I got, I got hurt so bad. And it wasn't just on his end. It was a you know mutual thing. And because I think what a lot of women do is they don't, they want to sit there and place blame on, oh, men ain't shit. Da, da, da. First of all, we need men. We need to cut the shit. We need men and y'all need us. It's just yeah, how it absolutely. is. And, and I can't stand this modern toxic feminism bullshit. I cannot stand it. And I blame women today for the reason why most men are the way that they are. I don't. I blame, you don't really? No, it's the opposite for me. I blame men for allowing themselves to come that way. Like mm. I, I blame a man. You've been out in public with me and my friends. Like I'm not yeah. trying to sit here and say we're better than anybody else in any way, shape, or form. When you're around us, you're around men. There are yep. men. That- I will say, like the like the men that you have around you, and whenever I go out with, whether it just be by you. Or whether it's with you and the guys, like I will say without fail, every single time I'm a woman that I like to feel secure. I like to feel safe. I like to feel protected because that's what I think men should do for a woman. Whenever I'm around you or your buddies, I know I don't have to worry about a damn thing. And that is the best feeling in the entire world. But like after the last guy that I dated, like I, I shut myself down emotionally because I it was a protection a protection thing of my emotions. I'm like, I don't I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to feel this pain again. 
But I think where a lot of women go wrong is they don't take responsibility for like allowing certain behavior Yeah. with, you know, that they allowed in the relationship, but you know, like, Oh, well he treated me this way. Okay. Well, how long did you allow it? I'm not saying what he did was right, but you allowed it to go on Yeah. and you made excuses for those behavior. And I've done that. Oh my yeah. God. Like I've made excuses for red flags up and down and left and right. And, you know, so I think a, a huge part of healing is, you know, taking responsibility for allowing certain behaviors to go on within a relationship that you know was not right. Yeah. And well, now well, that I've got that done. Well, I, I was waiting on you. That's the only bad part about oh. Zoom is sometimes you step on somebody's toes. Yeah, no, you're good. Like uh, now that I've got that part done of like, okay, well, Brianna, like, yeah, these guys, you know, treated you like shit. You know, not all of them, because not then that's one big red flag is like whenever a guy says all of his exes are crazy or or a girl says that too, like all her exes are crazy. But like a part of it was taking responsibility and, you know, for the fact that I allowed these men to treat me the way that they did. Yep. And I just once I accepted that, my whole mindset has changed in the last couple of weeks. Well, completely. well, men aren't. And once again, I'm not trying to brag on myself or whatever. If I'm anything in this world, I'm a fucking man. Like, and half mm -hmm. of that is me being a good dad. Like, I, yeah. and it, being a dad has made me a better man. And there's not mm -hmm. enough men out there that are being men anymore. Like, and I'm talking about mm -hmm. every way, shape, or form to speak up when something's wrong, to fucking, you know, and it, this even with like women too. Like, there should be strong, confident, badass women. There should be a lot of them. But with men, we're supposed to be the protector. We're supposed to be the one mm -hmm. who, when something's wrong, you don't fucking look around to see who's going to fix it. We fix it. When somebody's running their fucking mm -hmm. mouth and they're treating somebody poorly, you fucking teach them a lesson to where they're not going to fucking do it again. Yeah. And in the world we live in to where yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm going to put you on. Live. I dare a motherfucker to put me on live. If I've got something to say to him, cause all you're going to mm -hmm. see is you get put through the fucking phone. Like, yeah. I, like you, what do you think that's going to do? You think just because you're on live or something and I'm running my mouth because of something you did that I'm going to stop. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to make you're you, gonna eat, I'm probably gonna make you eat your fucking you're gonna phone. Do it more. Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. yeah. But also, mm -hmm. you know, that's, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm also, mm -hmm. if something's wrong, I want to fix it. I don't think violence is the answer. I mm -hmm. also, in the point where I would rather you respect me for the way that I approach the situation and put water under the bridge than mm -hmm. me fucking putting your teeth through the back of your head. I don't, mm -hmm. I think that's scared. I don't want people scared. I want people to respect me. And mm -hmm. there's not enough men that want to do that. There's a lot of, a lot of boys out there now. Like there's, mm -hmm. I know, I know 40 year old boys and it's like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, is mm -hmm. this how, is this how you act every day of your life? Mm -hmm. Like what is wrong with you? I don't think women respect right. it. I think that you can be a no, cute, we don't. I think you can be a cute boy in your twenties and or whatever it is to where like, oh yeah, I'm getting laid here or there, or pretty women like me and all this kind of shit. But when you get to about 30 and women start yep. to feel this person can't provide for me, this person can't yep. protect me if something goes wrong, this person is not a man. This is a boy. Mm -hmm. I think that's why women. Everything like changes in your thirties. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why women mm -hmm. like me. You come around me, you know that you're around 
I ain't got the most money in the world. I don't pretend to have it. I've got what I got and I'm happy with what I got. But if you come around me, mm -hmm. you know, you're around someone you ain't got to worry about shit. Like, and I think yep. that that is where like, that's me. And there's just not enough of that out there, dude. There's, there's not. And we no. can't get, we can't get mad at these super feminists that I cannot get mad mm -hmm. at a super feminist to where she has been around boys her whole life to where she doesn't know how a man is supposed to treat her. So she starts doing it for herself. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a super feminist. Yeah. She's, she's had so like, much well, of fucking I mean, men when I, that she wants to do it herself now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I've, I've made so many comments and posts about like, you know, we, I, I, I can do it all. I am doing it all. You know, like I was telling you the other day, I, I'm doing fucking everything, but I don't, I don't want to, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to be the only breadwinner of the household. I shouldn't have to be the only one doing this and that, because that's not what, in my opinion, you know, what God intended women to do. God didn't intend women to take on all this stuff. He intended for, you know, their spouse to take off some of that heavy load. And then, you know, my whole thing with like feminism isn't, when women have experienced, you know, ain't shit men, and then they become so hyper independent because they've been let down so much. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these women that think that men are irrelevant and think that, you know, uh, how do you think they got to that point? Right. No, but it's, it's the, it's the putting down men and saying men aren't this and men aren't that. And it's like, okay, well, I understand that. And then on the other side of the coin, I saw this video and I love Steve Harvey. I love oh, him. Yeah, me too. He said, he said, I posted this video the other day. He just said, you know, these men that go up to women and be like, what do you have? Uh, what do you bring to the table to these women? And he's like, what do you mean? What does she bring to the table? She could make another you. Yeah. Like, what is it that you're bringing to the table? And I think like when you're in your 20s, you know, you you look at the superficial things of like, oh, you know, he's good looking or she's good looking. But once you get into like your 30s, especially your mid 30s, that's when you look for the stability. And, you know, you were saying something about like, you know, you, I don't make the most amount of money. It's not about how much money you make. It's about the stability. Yeah. And it's about being able to provide. It's about making her feel safe in all aspects, not just feeling safe, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, all of these things that you don't realize you need until you're in your mid thirties. And it is so crazy how much it shifts. And one day you just, it clicks. Like you just, I mean, I encourage every woman to make a list and even men too, of like the things that you want within a man and looks do not need to be on that list. No, because they I mean, I, I think that being physically attracted to somebody is incredibly important. I do um, because I don't want somebody to be like, well, you know, you're not great to look at, but sure. Make me laugh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but still, I think I think you can develop an attraction for somebody if they're so oh, fucking good. Like if they're everything else, because uh, like I used to joke around about this all the time about Luke Combs about how mm -hmm. hot his old lady is. And it'd be like, damn, if Luke Combs is pulling that off, I just need to get a guitar and learn to sing, right? And I don't think it's mm -hmm. that anymore. The older I get, the more I understand. Mm -hmm. It's probably the sensitivity side of him. Yep. He's not scared to show off how much he loves his wife. He's a good father. Mm -hmm. It's all these things that she saw in him before the rest of the world got a chance to. So it was never yep. about his appearance mm -hmm. or his music. 
And now I imagine the way that they look at each other, she thinks he looks like fucking Riley Green. Like in her head now. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's where yes. who gives a shit. Uh, you know, I always say I ain't the prize pig at the county fair. I do well for myself, but like I get it. If you know, if you're just going for looks and not personality and all the other stuff, you probably gonna go around me. But guess what? You're gonna have to go ride around me ten more times because you're fucking with boys that won't dive mm-hmm. into you, that won't do these other things. And it's like you you come around me, you'll see. And you know, I yep. take I take pride in that. Yeah. And it's just it's crazy to me how things just happen how they do because I never would have thought like ten years ago or hell, a year ago that I would have this thought of like, okay, well that's great that you're good looking, but what do you bring to the table? Yeah. You know, not 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 meaning like a Steve Harvey way of like, you know, what can you do for me? But it's like, you know, do you make me feel safe? Are you secure within yourself? Do you you know, are you, can you provide, are you, well, I think, I think a relationship is an equation and I yeah. think it's to where, like, what do you add to me? Cause to me, it's yeah, not that's spo- what I'm, yeah. yeah, it's not supposed to be 50, 50 in a relationship to me. It's right. supposed to be a hundred, a hundred. It's supposed to be two people mm-hmm. that are good by themselves, make a great relationship together. But it's like yeah. the things that I lack in my life that I'm good at for a good puzzle mm-hmm. piece for a good fit. I need you to be good at those things. Like I need that equation to zero out at a fucking hundred. I need it to be where if you, if Mm -hmm. you suck at something, you don't want to do something. It needs to be a strong point of mind. And I think that's where you get the Mm -hmm. best relationships at when two people are real good by themselves. And then you add to each other's equation to make it better. So like, yeah, I just, Mm -hmm. I get the Steve Harvey thing. I get the, what you bring to the table. Cause I do need from whoever Mm -hmm. I end up with, to do things for me that I can't do for myself or what I need to improve on with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I think like a lot of people just get so caught up in superficial bullshit that is not going to make a relationship last. And that's why I think a lot of relationships don't last these days because it's very much like, what can you do for me? What can you do for me versus what can we do as a team together? Many- and how many of us have ever failed for that person that was good looking, good in bed, and then everything after that was shit? And you just As actual garbage. Yeah, it just literally trash. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I like being bad in bed because you got to at least get to know me. Like he, you, <laughs> and then you stay around for the rest of it. You stay around for the rest of it. You're like, here's the thing. I'm intentionally bad in bed so that I, I can it. test you. What a Josh Terry thing to I, do. My God. I do it on purpose. I do it on purpose. So you got to hang around. You got to dive into me. You got to get obsessed with me. I hate you so much. I swear to God. Most women do. Well, uh, well anyway. I'll tell you what. Oh my God. I'll tell you what, though. You were the one person that I was thinking about this today. I was just like, I know that if I called you, and I said, "Hey, look, I'm. I, I need you here. Da 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 da. You would. I, you wouldn't even ask me to explain. No. Like, all right, when, where, done. You know, it's just you're just that. You're that type of friend. You're that type of man that people they hate to love you and they love to hate you. And you know, like I hate that how, I love your ass so much. And that's how I want it to be, though. Like, that's that's yeah. literally that's if if that's how you feel, I am doing it the fucking right way. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um. This weekend, we'll end on this. This weekend, you guys do not forget 
Susan Moore, Alabama, back road park and event venue. Uh, me and Brianna and several other social media personalities. Uh, some of my good buddies that play music too are going to be there Friday and Saturday for the Veterans Day um, program there. We got Tristan Bond Confederate Railroad on Friday night. I'll be emceeing and hosting that event. Uh, and then on Saturday, we got Miss Ella fucking Langley and Trey Lewis. Um, also, I'll be emceeing and hosting that event. But if you want to uh, hang out, there's still tickets available, plenty of tickets. Let's go look at Back Road Park and Event Venue, their website. Uh, we'll be there Thursday. So y'all come out, hang around, have some drinks and stuff with it. It is a beautiful new park. Uh, we took Brianna last Sunday to let her check it out. And uh, it's going to be a really, really good time. And then don't forget November the 8th in Nashville and Live Oak. Uh, we have a packed lineup. We've got uh, Ashlyn Craft, LV Shane, Brett fucking Cherokee. I cannot wait for that. Mr. Ryan Nelson, uh, Aaron Kirby, um, Will Cole, Riley Anderson, my boy, uh, Mark. I hate you, Mark Warrior, but he'll be there. Uh, Kimberly Atwood. There's just a lot of really great. Mr. Connor. Connor, I can't say your last name, but I'm glad you're going to be there, brother. It's the first time you played the show. Sean David. Um, everybody else I forgot. I'm so sorry. I just don't have anything in front of me right now. S.J. McDonald. <laughs> have you ever listened to S.J. McDonald? You need to go no. look her stuff up. You will be obsessed. She is amazing. Uh, we are stacked on, on Wednesday for our end-of-the-year show. And then this Friday and Saturday, Susan Moore, Alabama, is going to be fucking amazing. So uh, that's pretty much it. Hell you know, yeah, anything, I'm so excited. We're going to have a good time. I mean, if anybody, you know, sees that camper shaking – you know, y'all stay away from it. It ain't me and Bree, Brianna. You know, she's probably <laughs> off running around making TikToks it's somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. You know that. Okay, listen. You got to give it to me, though. When I'm, like, around that, somebody that, or, like, That right somebody. there, I need to clip that out where you said you got to give it to me after I said that. I'm just going to stop and clip it from right <laughs> there. <laughs> no. But I'm just going to clip it right there. I'm just going to. Done. Yeah. Set the rumor straight. There you go. <laughs> Clickbait, baby. Clickbait. God. You got to give it to me. Hi, I got you. Anyway, what were you saying before we get off here? That, like, if I'm, like, around somebody, like, whenever, like, you and I hang out, like, I don't consume myself, like, making TikToks and shit. Like, if I'm, a, if I'm around you somebody, don't. like, I'm going to I'm gonna be in yeah. the moment and, like, I'll make TikToks later. Like, I don't give a shit. That is something that I have very much come to value with you, too. Because there's a lot of people that have their phone out, even while you're at a bar. Like, even like mm -hmm. when you go to dinner, you're sitting there in your own live. And to me, you've probably heard me say it a hundred times. If you're on live all the time, you're kind of forgetting to live. And it's like, you don't do That's that. That's why I, I, I've gone live. It. I've gone live one time in six months. And after yeah. that, I'm like, I'm done. But like, I, I just think that, I mean, like I, when we were hanging out that one weekend, you know, when we went to that uh, uh, Angel City, yeah, I think I made two TikToks over the course of four days. Yeah. And it was one of them was because I was not, I went to the car to go get something. I'm like, I'll just make something real quick. I, I got a second. And then the other one was at the, at the end of the night when we were done. And I'm like, I got to make this video for a brand. And it took yeah. all of five minutes and I was done. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't consume myself with a false sense of validation from other people. And I, I wish more creators or personalities, whatever you want to call it, would get yeah, on that train. I don't know. Maybe one day they will. They're too consumed with it. 
But anyway, well, I look forward to seeing you this Thursday night. And uh, I, I know forward, you are. We're going to have a good time. And I look forward to all of y'all coming out this weekend. There are plenty of tickets available. We've already sold, I think, like over a thousand something. Uh, Hell yeah. This park is huge. It is beautiful. It is, you can bring your camper. Uh, you need to call ahead and reserve a spot for campers. You can get a VIP ticket, I think, still available. Um, I want to thank, you know, everybody that's coming that's a social media personality. I'm not going to remember everybody's names, but Kaylee, Brianna, Haley, um, Miss Amanda. Uh, there's another blonde. I can't remember her name. Miss Jennifer, thank you for coming. Um, there's there's several. There's several folks that are coming, and it's going to be a blast with all of us. So thank you for being part of it, and uh, I want to thank everybody over in Susan Moore for having us. We can't wait. Got anything else you want to say? Just how much you no. appreciate having me back in your life. Oh, oh, right. You are so welcome for me accepting your apology and for me allowing, you know, for you to be in my life well, again. You're so welcome. Well, next time that like something like this happens, I'll just be <laughs> sure to grab hold of you real tight and just tell you I'm sorry a lot sooner. <laughs> as you should. Yeah, as I should. As you should. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for listening to the Josh no, Terry I'm, podcast. I'm and then she starts fucking talking over me. Of course she does. <laughs> Put your Starbucks down, white bitch. Anyway, thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.